sorry. If we could come to order, we have the clerk call the roll, please. Roman Porter? Here. Bill Camp? Here. Cyril Shaw? Here. Steve Hansen? Here. Bill Motmans? Here. Bernard Bowler? Here. Sandra Fry Lucas? Here. Michelle Rubicava? Here. Steve Maviglio? Absent. Miranda Perry? Here. Phil Pluckabom? Absent. Maya Wallace? Here. Nadia Leo Carrillo? Here. And then, of course, our chair, Joe Cherry. I'm here. We have a quorum. For those that are in the audience, if you wish to speak, if you could complete one of the speaker slips in the back and submit it to the clerk here at the front. Also, if you have a phone, um, if you could turn it to the silent position, it would be appreciated. Thank you. Entertain a motion to uh, approve the minutes. May I state something for the record? Oh, I'm, so sorry, I'm sorry. That's okay. No. And in this case, we modified what was included in the packet just a bit to show the, nap, the map numbers that were removed so that for those that weren't present, it was more clear. Other than that, those are the only changes that were made. There was an amendment to the minutes I think I forwarded to Stephanie. I don't know if that got in. Or that might have been. Was that last week? I think it was this week. There was an error in who made the motion. Uh, I don't have a copy in front of me, but there was an error um, in the motions and who made them. There's one that was identical to the previous one, but that was incorrect to the and I sent a change. That was in the multitudes of motions that we had last week, perhaps. <laughs> sometimes You don't have to say it like it's a bad thing. Sometimes what we hear, honestly, is there is more than one person, not the maker of the motion, but maybe more than it, one person it was who just seconds in, it. It was so, just incorrect. Okay, well, yeah. we can fix yeah. that. We yeah. will, we'll make sure and look that up and fix that. Okay, I'm ready. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I have a motion seconded to approve the minutes with those conditions uh, as been identified. Those in favor, please signify by saying aye. Aye. Those opposed, any abstentions? Motion carries. Item two, staff. Uh, good evening. Uh, I have hang three on items to report Hang on a second, Scott. Sure. I was just going to read it, re uh, the weekly report out of redistricting activities. I'm moving too fast. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll start again. Uh, good evening, uh, Scott Mendy. Um, firstly, on the uh, media articles on redistricting last Friday, in the Sacramento Press, there was an article on the advisory committee narrows the field of redistricting maps. And today in the Sacramento Bee, um, there was an article about the statewide process of drawing the Assembly and Senate districts. Uh, I had reported a few weeks ago about the Yolo County Board of Supervisors, which had threatened to place Davis and Winters in the same board district. So today's article was about Davis and Sacramento as two uh, cities targeted to snuggle with one, with one another in marriage in newly drawn Assembly and Senate districts. Uh, and the, uh, one of the uh, county supervisors, Jim Provenza, said, nothing against Sacramento, it's a great place, but the law is really supposed to keep communities of interest together. Uh, next item is um, <laughs> to report out on last Tuesday's private report to the City Council. Uh, Maria had provided a summary of the redistricting process, and our chair, Julius Cherry, provided an overview of the committee's process to formulate its recommendations, which would then are then scheduled to be presented to the council on July 12th. And a special thanks to other committee members who were in attendance. And I saw uh, Michelle Rubalcava, Bill Camp, Bernard Bowler, Maya Wallace, and Steve Hansen. 
And last item is uh, to talk about the maps that are online. A reminder that um, all 37 maps are online. If you look at the view all maps, there's a four-page report on each map, which includes statistics. And that in addition, if you go to the satcityredistricting.org map tool, all 37 maps are available. Each map can be accessed, modified, and saved under a different name. So that's important as you look at uh, refining uh, some, um, some of the existing maps as we go forward towards a recommendation. That completes my report. Thank you. Any questions for staff on the report? Okay, item three. Okay, three is the staff suggested work program for completing the committee's charge. Good evening. This is how I get my exercise, moving from the staff over to here. Um, this presentation uh, represents staff's proposed work program. In this pr uh, presentation, I'll deal, detail some committee homework assignments. Of course, I lead off with that. The scope of the staff reports and committee outcomes. The intent is to provide the committee with a roadmap for how to formulate your final recommendations to the City Council. This presentation is for information only and no formal action is requested. We only have three meetings tonight, next week, June 27th, and then Wednesday, July 6th. So as I see it, here are the steps in, in the process to get to a recommendation. Uh, the committee member ranking of the top five and bottom five from the 15 maps still under active consideration following the June 13th decision to eliminate 14 maps, so we'll do that tonight. Based on this composite ranking of the 15 maps, committee decisions about which three to five maps to move forward, committee direction regarding optimum refinements or modifications to those three to five maps, and then committee selection of three to five maps to provide to the City Council. For tonight, um, essentially, I see uh, the, that the committee narrows the field to three to five maps for further consideration, and I'd suggest that the first motion would be to eliminate the bottom five to narrow the field to ten, and then uh, start looking at maybe eliminating the, the middle or selecting the top three to five. Then also identifying a process for the public and the committee members to submit proposals for refinements to the map. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to explain what I mean by that. The simple process for the public would be to email staff with a general description of the proposed refinements. For the tech-savvy savvy, uh, savvy uh, public, uh, the public could log into the redistricting online software, open one of the 37 safe plans, which are right now available as read-only, manipulate the map, save it with a new name, export the image to a JPEG, and run the population statistics summary report, email that JPEG map and statistical summary to staff, and include a general description of objectives of the refinements. And once again, there is a simple process of just saying, hey, I don't want to go through the motions, but I think you need to modify this map to do something different. Also, of course, there's the option of public testimony uh, in lieu of or in addition to email correspondence, the public may attend the committee meetings and testify. 
And then uh, the process for the committee members, the same options uh, as are available to the public. Um, and then I'd suggest that next week you bring your homework uh, to the next meeting and be prepared to discuss. So now the homework assignment is that um, once you select your three to five maps, we'd ask then that you look at these uh, for your homework assignment and then bring back some suggestions on how you would make those more optimum, how you would make those uh, in, in light of all the testimony and all the other maps, how to make a composite map, three to five composite maps that you would like to move forward to the council. For next week, um, staff would recap the themes and quantitative indicators that differentiate the three to five maps that you select to this evening. Then the committee, during the course of next week's meeting, would request uh, analysis for some modifications. So you might say, we like map 35, but we think you need to modify District 6 boundaries to do this. And then you'd ask staff, can you take a look at the implications of doing that? What does that do to the population? What does that do to the uh, overall uh, statistics? And then for the final uh, meeting, um, the staff report would analyze the implications of those refinements. The committee would formulate final recommendations for three to five maps to be provided to the city council. Uh, that would then identify recommendations that had consensus. And then a, a follow-up motion would be recommendations with the majority vote, but that was not able to get consensus. So that's my uh, General view of how to get to July 12th. Obviously, it's a roadmap in progress. You can modify it, ignore it, uh, focus on one task at a time, but I thought it might be helpful to lay out the overall process. Any questions on that? I'm, I'm sure there'll be questions. Start with, start with uh, Member Bowler. Um, thank you for the plan. Is, is, is this your thinking right now that we would pass forward to the council three to five as they are plus suggested modifications or is it B three to five including modifications? Three to five including modifications. So if you have three to five maps that survive tonight, then you begin to refine those and say to make them even better Here's what we, we would propose. That then becomes the three to five maps that moves forward to the council. Other questions by members? Scott, it would help me, I think, if you could just quickly the points you were making. I was listening, but I'm trying to track on it. So get rid of the bottom now. Make that decision. And then try to have a conversation about tweaking tonight before we decide which of the three to fives we would take forward or not do that tonight. Uh, what I'm suggesting is that if you could get by the end of this evening a short list of three to five maps to move forward, I think we'd all be very happy. No, I understand that. I'm trying to figure out the process. Okay. And then for homework to do between now and next Monday is where you think about how to modify the three to five maps. And then next week is when you bring back your homework assignments and to the full group say, I have some ideas 
about how to ma make one of these three to five maps better. And then you uh, all agree about which package you'd like to have analyzed by staff that would then help you determine which of those three to five maps are the best or what the features, highlights of each one would be. I remember what – did I get your question answered, Bill? I think so. I remember what my question was now. You, you, by the way, thank you very much, and, and I, I actually like the, the workflow idea with whatever modifications it is the will of the committee to, to tweak or change. Um, when you said that members of the community and or members of the committee could um, tweak, let, let's assume for a minute, maybe we won't get there, but let's assume for a minute we get down to five maps for tonight. And then we were inviting members of the, of the community as well as members of the committee to tweak maps either because they're very well on how to use the software and they could submit that map in living color to the staff, in the, in, which was staff analyzed, or they can make comments that would describe what their tweaks would be, either one of those things. Is it, was, it, was it in your thought process that they would be invited to only tweak those maps that were left, which is what I, was in my thought process, only because I guess I want to make it clear, uh, and I would ask for my colleagues um, to, to weigh in on this, that we're not opening up. We don't want 39 new maps. <laughs> we're talking about tweaking the maps that remained at, about the will, based on the will of this committee. Is that is that what you had in mind? That is correct. I, I think that if the committee says these are the themes that we've narrowed our choices to, and someone says, I have an, an idea that you haven't heard before, obviously they always have the option to do that. But I think that the you're expressing the committee's preference to refine what you've already got rather than to think way outside the box and revisit maps that perhaps were earlier rejected. And, and just to be clear, and, and I'll invite Matt to comment or not, the, the public has the right to go to the city council and do any of that that they wish. If, if you know, if the three to five maps, three maps, one map, whatever it is, we come down, I mean, obviously it looks like map 35 has a majority of support up here. I mean, that's based on, do the public have these documents that we've been given tonight? Okay. Pardon? Oh, as many as we had? Okay. Well, well, maybe I'll share mine with somebody, and I'll, sh I'll share with uh, Shirley. Oh, it's and when, be, when we it'll, get it'll, up we'll put it up on the, It'll be on the overhead. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it would, it, would, it's, it would be my intention that, that we would be tweaking the maps that we have left and not coming up with whole cloth with new maps and new ideas. Otherwise, we'll never get to uh, the consensus that we're trying, we're trying to build. Anyway, th those are my comments. Uh, colleagues, uh, Member Shaw. Uh, thank you, Chair. <clears throat> I, I like a lot of, um, of your suggested process. Um, I think that tonight, as I mentioned in the last meeting, I think it's, um, I don't think, it, not only do I think it's doable, but I think it's imperative that we get down to three to five maps. Um, the part that, that I'd like to see changed or um, not adopted is I don't think that we should take, whether it's three or five, I don't think we should take all of us as a committee, take those back and every single one of us comment on all of those. I mean, there's 14 of us, so you'd have qualitative um, comments on 14 
um, 14 comments times five maps, 70 comments, and then you have to synthesize all of those um, for the next meeting, and then the following meeting, we all have to agree that this is what's going forward to council. I, I, I think that's kind of regressive. Um, we've come pretty far um, to date. I think that if we narrow it down to three to five, just not assuming that these top five are the are the th are the three or five, but I think that amongst those, the folks that either have assigned it a negative or have not included in their top five, they can mention why that is, and if the committee agrees, a majority of the committee agrees, we include that, and then if not, then then we don't, um, and I think that way we have comments that are agreed upon by the committee, not 14 different ones, and we have a pretty good idea of what the qualitative will be. So at the next meeting, we have a draft, and we have the opportunity to, to comment on that before the last meeting. I think our last meeting will be four hours long if we do it with 70 comments on, on, on five maps or longer. I guess we have a meeting for four hours sometimes. So that's, that's what I suggest. Thank you. Sure. If I, if I could clarify, I think what I had in We haven't mind, had a four-hour meeting yet. I don't think, have we? I don't well, think so. Three so far. Uh, what I had in mind was that everyone sort of think through what they'd like to see and that you go through map by map and say, does anyone have any comments on, on map number, you know, the first one we're going to consider? You don't have to say anything, obviously. But if there are comments, it would be under that map, move on to the next map. So. Rather than 70 comments, it may be five. And if, if I can just uh, clarify, and, and I, like, I like that idea. I think we're, we're, we're on the same page there. But what I'm saying is, is we do that tonight and agree whether or not those comments are agreed upon by a majority of the committee. And if not, then they're, they're omitted. If, if they are, then we add it as sort of a rider to the map that, you know, the one thing we don't like about this is it splits X or Y or it... it um, you know, doesn't create A or B. But I, I think we can do that tonight. Okay, we'll see if we get there. I'm not sure we get that far tonight, but we'll try. Member Porter, then Member Camp. Thank you. Um, once again, as staff, thank you very much for a very good product, and it helps to lay out in a visual way where we're at um, and, and how much further that we have to go. My question is much along the same lines as Member Shaw relative to the amount of staff work um, that we still have from this point moving forward. So if we are um, rightfully soliciting comments from the public as to as we narrow it down, and I would suggest that we try and get it as close to three rather than five just to make the, the workload easier as we get down to brass tacks of being able to discuss the real issues that will be on the table. Um, do you have any sense or concern for when we get to that point where we're communicating with the public and you've got our input, how much of a workload that's going to cause for staff and, and being able to address that appropriately? But let me take the first shot at that and then let Maria fill in the detail. My thought was if you literally had us analyze every word, every comment that every person submitted, it would be an overload for staff. If, on the other hand, prior to the end of, of next week's meeting, you direct staff, please analyze the following limited number of factors, I think that that's a reasonable approach. And I'll let Maria agree or not. 
Yes, I agree. <clears throat> I think um, that the comments as they, um, that this body, as um, Member Shaw um, mentioned, should agree on what comments that we were going to do the analysis against. So that, you know, there would be some consensus. These are the, these are the top maps that we're looking at now, and these are the things that we're going to um, ask staff to analyze, and that that would keep it uh, more directed and I think more relevant to the process. Thank you. And just um, quickly the follow-up. So in the way that you're looking at it, you're saying drill down, find the maps, and then as we dialogue about that, identify the key issues that we're concerned with and try and extrapolate that information from our comments and from information that's submitted by the public. Um, do you think or does the chair think that this is an appropriate time to also try and lay out some other definitive independent from the individual maps that have been set that we identify some issues of concern or do you feel that that's already been well articulated by the body during previous discussions? I guess my, my thought is to the extent that there are comments that have not been articulated through the maps, sort of some supplemental dialogue. Mm -hmm. I think we welcome that. So I guess, Chair, the, the question that I have is um, I, I could foresee that as we get down to trying to dialogue about those three to five maps that there are going to be a, a number of issues that we're all going to want to put into the pot, if you will, for staff to consider. But I'm just wondering if, if there aren't some other issues, and I don't have anything in mind, but if there are other issues that we want to direct the staff now so that they recognize that even though we are dialoguing perhaps passionately about a particular map and some of the things that we want to see, that there are other um, underlying values or issues that the body wants them to continue to consider. Two comments. One, um, from the chair's perspective, is whatever the will of the committee is. And two, I think that as we have the discussion that has been described earlier, and I'm, I'm getting a lot of nods in the affirmative in terms of the recommended uh, work process. I, in fact, I think Member Shaw and, and Scott are actually we're, we're on the same page. It was just a little bit of clear up the communication. I believe those comments will come out. I think that the process will deliver those comments, and and we, we won't have to have a special session to figure out what those what those concerns are. I think during the debate, um, you know, that we will get that those comments will elicit themselves, if you will. You know, Member Camp. So I, I think I just need some to make sure I understand what Cyril's point was. So in some ways, in my mind, this is the first, perhaps the first meeting where the public really gets a chance to hear what we as individuals think about these different maps. Though nobody's really, I mean, we've talked about I like this five or don't like that, but nobody's really ever said, well, what is your perspective? And so, <laughs> it doesn't bother me. People say, well, I don't have an opinion about that, but somebody else may have an opinion about a map. And I just, I, I think it's important that the public get a chance to hear what our thinking is on these maps. And I wasn't clear in the way you laid out the narrowing process, whether or not you thought 
if there's a member of the committee that has a perspective about a particular map, whether that's going to be included in the discussion. Sure, and, but if, if I might even help answer the question, I think that it is going to be included in the discussion. I think what he's saying is that to, to, to have staff analyze a position, we, we need to get to a majority vote in that position. So it, everybody up here is free to uh, uh, express their concern about a map or a given set of maps and what they think about it. But I think what, sh what Member Shaw is saying, and, and I agree with them, is that <coughs> if, if that's going to be the concern of eight of us, then that's going to get analyzed. And if it's not, then it's not going to get analyzed. I mean, that's, it is a democratic process, and that's kind of how it's going to have to work for us to, you know, get to a consensus. Now, I, he also mentioned the fact that their comments could be forwarded to city council members, even in the minority, but that's, that, would not, um, that would not bind the recommendation. Yeah, I'm not suggesting we bind. If somebody has a minority point of view, I think that's appropriate that they – that's clear that that's a minority point of view, that that's not, doesn't represent a majority of the committee. I think that's appropriate. But on the, I, I was trying to understand whether you're saying a minority point of view would not go forward. And I just, as long as we're accurately characterizing it as a minority point of view, I'm very comfortable with that. I, I didn't, I didn't understand that that was what you were thinking. No, I, 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 I think you did a great job with the last explanation. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly, and um, I think it explained what I was getting at. Um, if, I guess the, the short answer is that if there's a comment that only one of us up here or, or the, the, you know, fewer than eight of us up here agree should be attached to a map, then, then no, that, that wouldn't be a, an official comment um, from this body that's attached to that map. Um, there's yeah, ways that, that it can be expressed, as the chair pointed out, but, but no, it, it would not. I, would, I think there needs to be some consensus in order to simplify and, and put something forward that's, that's meaningful and productive, um, which is why I don't think we should have you know, 14 comments on on um, five different maps or ten different maps. Okay. It's those comments that represent eight, eight members of the commission that we would forward to the city. Thank you. Well, that, that we would make in terms of the recommendation. Right. And again, we could also say that the minority, two, three, four, five, whatever it is, felt this. Right. But, but that would not be as part of the recommendation. That, that was the way I understood it, and, and I'm, I guess I'm repeating it again because to make sure I did understand it correctly and that others are not or have the same understanding I do. Just, to, just to clarify, um, I was really emphasizing the two points at the bottom of the slide. First is to identify all those recommendations that have unanimity and that that really stands as, as a shining success story. Then there are uh, recommendations that got a majority, but maybe not quite the resounding, this is what we believe. Uh, so I didn't really get into the issue of the minority opinion. Um, I was really just trying to emphasize those, that essentially the recommendations are in two part. The first is that with a pretty much unanimous consent of this, this body, and then secondly, those that got a majority and then it might be easier to break them out into two separate motions.
clear as mud. No. <laughs> okay. Are there other questions of Scott? Then I think we're ready to move forward. Okay. Are we ready for item four? Yes, I was going to say item four. <laughs> Selection of the maps to advance for further committee consideration. Good evening. My name is Maria McGonigal, and I'm here to go over the um, top five and bottom five that the committee members uh, have put forward from our last meeting. And uh, before you have a chart, and on the screen it's pretty hard to read, but there's also some copies available for the public here in the chamber, and this will be posted online as well. The um, On the first side, which has uh, the two charts, like looks like this on the bottom represents the ranking of the scores um, for our, from the committee members on the far uh, right hand side you'll see the total number um, from each of the different map plans the plans are sorted with the top or the bottom five in yellow those um, bottom five receive 50 percent of the committee votes to basically eliminate them from this consideration in the process right now. Those are maps uh, three and two, which got nine votes, map nine, which got eight votes, and map 32 and 15, which got seven votes each. And then um, they go in a lesser order as you move up the chart. At the top of the um, chart in green are those that we're the top five selections from the committee members. You can see also on the right-hand side the total number of votes that those um, individual maps received. I'll read from the top. Um, map number 35 received 12 votes. Map number one received nine. Map number 24 received eight. Map number 31 received seven. And map number 17 received seven. On the back side of the um, document that you have, which looks like this, is uh, those two charts combined into one. So again, the same colors apply. Green are the top five, and the yellow are the bottom five, and those in white are sort of the middle five. And uh, in the uh, red with the negative numbers, those are those that were selected by committee members as their bottom five, and those in black were those that were selected as their top five. So you can see that there's a lot of correlation, um, a lot of agreement on many of the areas of the maps, and then some um, areas of difference. So staff tonight is recommending that the bottom five, which are in yellow, be eliminated from the consideration in this process and uh, set aside so that we can focus on at least the top ten, the middle five and the top five. So 
we would suggest first that the bottom five be eliminated and that then um, I think it's pretty clear also that the middle five could potentially be uh, eliminated as well so that we can focus on those very top five that we have um, a lot of agreement around. And with that, I'll open it up to questions and discussion. Mr. Chair. Um, someone mentioned to me that map one and map 17 were the same. You, can you point out the differences between one and 17? They are um, very much, they're very close, but they have some minor differences in them. And um, let me grab my Okay. Maria, I, I was the one, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. The main difference is that um, Sutter's Landing, which is um, in map 17, is not in map 1. Okay. But otherwise, the population change between them, they appear to be almost identical as far as population. I don't know if we can put them up, but is. Yes, I would say that visually, if you look at the map overall, they look essentially the same. But there are these, there are some minor differences between them. And as um, Steve Hunt, um, pointed out, they are um, um, they don't have a significant change in the population totals. So if you look at those statistics for each one of those maps, they're very very similar. How many people live in Sutter's Landing? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there are no. Homes, there are some tents, and those may counted, have been counted. Did they get yeah. counted in the census? All right. So there are no homes. In but I'm not sure that the, the change, I mean, we would have to look at it carefully, but I'm not sure that the difference between map 1 and map 17 actually has any population in, the, in that specific area. But there are differences in, um, the, in the data that are minor between those two. So there would be some population that would be affected, but I don't, I don't have that information ex exactly right off the top of my head. So um, I'm prepared to make a motion. We eliminate the ones in orange. Second. It's been moved and seconded that we eliminate the maps number, plan number 9, plan number 15, Plan number 32, plan number 2, and plan number 3, as indicated in yellow on tonight's spreadsheet. Um, do we have discussion? All in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 We have any no's, any abstentions? Ayes carried. We've eliminated those maps. <clears throat> I guess Mr. I, I have a question, if I can follow up with an earlier question. I, I think I had a, okay. uh, um, a mic up here first and then you, Bill. Sorry, I was, um, based on the conversation we were having and the information provided by staff, I wanted to make an, uh, another motion um, that we eliminate from consideration maps 8 and 30. Um, and the reason for that is... When you start looking at how the numbers break on the um, maps in the middle, if you were, um, as you call them maps in the middle, those are the ones that seem to have the most divergence um, on the body. And so I would move that maps 8 and 30 are eliminated. Do I hear a second? I will second. Who second? Okay, we have a, it's been moved and seconded that we remove maps 8 and 30 from further consideration. Discussion? Well, I noticed that, that there were some members that voted exactly alike. 
Uh, Member Porter and Member Hanson. Uh, Member Perry didn't quite. Uh, Member McViglio did close. So I I, I would, because um, I'm a I, I am a person that believes that Map 30 has a capacity to be tweaked. Uh, so I would rather we didn't eliminate Map 30 because I think it has a it deserves a review, a fuller review by the committee. So I have an opportunity to explain why I think that that's uh, the tweaking would make it. Uh, something worth consideration by the committee. So I, I would just you, um, would you make that in the form of a substitute motion? Yeah, that we eliminate map map eight. Is it map eight that you listed in your? Yeah, he, met, he mentioned eight and thirty. Eight and 30, so 30 I would, or, there's a substitute motion suggests we eliminate map eight. Is there a second? Could I just make a comment? Here? Oh, well, I'll second. Okay, you're going to get a chance to make a comment right now. So it's been moved and seconded. The substitute mo the original motion, which has a second, is that we eliminate maps 8 and map 30. Um, the substitute motion, which also has a second, is that we eliminate, at this time, only map 8. And now we'll have discussion starting with Member Hansen. I guess uh, what I'd like to offer the committee is the idea that as we get down into this last um, eight to ten maps, that we take each of them one by one instead of necessarily doing them in groups because some people may feel strongly mm -hmm. about a certain map and that allows us to hear those comments and that take that evidence into consideration as we make our, our further decisions. And, um, you know, I'm supportive of um, both motions, but I do think that it's wise for us to think about them separately, to talk about them separately and maybe after we're done with this vote, we can talk about Map 30 because I know Mr. Camp, Member Camp, gave us a modified version and some further information about that that we could talk about or we could move on to other maps and come back to that. But I do think that we'll end up having the discussion at one point tonight, so better not to turn it off prematurely. Okay. Let me, let me make one thing clear for the record. Member Camp has submitted a, a modified version of that map to staff. None of us have studied it at this point, so I don't want anybody, any Brown Act issues. Uh, that, and that's just been submitted tonight, uh, which is something that I thought we were probably going to get into next meeting anyway, unless we end up having enough time to get into it tonight, which is what I think Member Porter was talking about. So let's take a vote on the substitute motion, see if MAP 30 survives. If it does not survive, then, we, then we'll take a vote on the regular motion. I do think your idea, since we get down to 10 or less, of discussing them individually works um, at some point in time, I think we're going to have to look into the green because I think the green's starting to, I think I, I see the cake starting to, the gel starting to bake. It's not ready to come out of the oven. If you put the toothpick in it right now, it's still wet on the inside, but it's definitely starting to bake. So um, the a substitute motion is to eliminate map 8 only. Unless there, is there further discussion? Just, it's been moved to second. One, member member Porter. And, and um, this is because based of all, all the conversation that we had last week, I think, Member Hanson, you're right about being able to have the robust dialogue, and I want everybody to know that combining the motions was meant for nothing more other than the statistical data that how the support is lined out, and I wouldn't want to um, preempt or prevent anybody from being able to articulate their concerns on a real particular matter. 
Are you arguing for the substitute motion? <laughs> okay, well, why don't we vote on the substitute motion? Uh, and it looks like we're maybe we're going to have to have a roll call. Okay. Substitute motion to eliminate only map eight. Roman Porter? Aye. Bill Camp? Aye. Cyril Shaw? Aye. Steve Hansen? Aye. Bill Motmans? Aye. Bernard Bowler? Aye. Sandra Fry Lucas? Aye. Michelle Rubalcaba? Aye. Miranda Perry? Aye. Maya Wallace? Nadia Leo Carrillo? Aye. And Chair Cherry? Aye. Unanimous. So the substitute motion passes. I is there any procedural reason we have to vote on the original motion? It could be withdrawn, or we Aye. need to vote. If my second agrees, I withdraw. Yeah, I think it's been withdrawn. Okay, so motion's withdrawn. Thank you, Thank you. committee members. Let, let me um, compliment this committee. Um, I hope that um, we continue to operate in the, in the vein that we're operating in. That, that, was, that was commendable. I appreciate both your comments, Member Hanson, and I appreciate um, you, Member Porter, and we will. We're going to definitely have some aggressive debate, strong, passionate debate over some of these maps, but that was very, um, not sure what the right word is. It was, it was, it was professional and it, and it was very, it was considerate. That's what it was. It was considerate of another member's view. So thank you. Okay. So we're down to how many maps? Who's counting? Uh, we're down to 11 now? We're down to nine. Are we down to nine? Okay. Nine from 39. Mr. Bowler. There was no decision on 1 and 17. I'm, I'm actually hoping that that's, uh, that we get into further discussion to that right now because perhaps those maps can be combined if we can figure out what the difference is and it's, if it's significant at all. Um, I noticed that I believe one of them was submitted by Tahoe Park Neighborhood Association. Right. And I can't remember who the other one was submitted by. Uh, is there someone here tonight from Tahoe Park Neighborhood Association? Uh, there were, Mr. Chair, they were both submitted by Tom Rungi, but Map 17 also had the Tahoe Park Neighborhood Association's names on it. So, Bill, I don't know if you. Tom Run submitted both of those. I didn't find out until a couple of days ago that, they, that in his mind they were the same map, but I do understand there's some small discrepancies in there. So, for the purposes of what we're talking about right now, I think we could just proceed and deal with those discrepancies as we got when we get there. Okay. And, and that someone did raise their hand that they're here from Tower Park Neighborhood Association. So I, I wasn't asking for them to come to the podium now, but to the extent there are questions about um, the sharpness and the differences, um, perhaps that person would be willing to give us some testimony on what the thinking was. Mr. Chair. I'd like to add one more thing. It wasn't the Neighborhood Association, per se, that submitted it. It was neighbors from the Tahoe Park neighborhood, not the Neighborhood Association itself. Okay. Maybe I misspoke. Member Hanson. Uh, since they're very similar, one uh, does necessarily come from the Neighborhood Association, and I think the one – or, sorry, from the neighbors of Tahoe Park, Map 1 doesn't necessarily keep that part of um, Sutter's Landing together. Map 17 does a better job of following the freeway to keep that 
uh, with the side of the freeway that it's on now. I would, if people are uh, interested, I'd be happy to to move to get rid of that map one. Otherwise, if people want to have a more more discussion about it, but there's essentially a 10-person difference between in the central city district between one and 17, and the other map. Um, has minor population differences that don't seem to be substantive. That's the only substantive difference that I could perceive. I'll second. There wasn't a motion yet, was it? Uh, okay. Not unless we wanted. I'm, I'm sort of trying to feel each old thing. You're putting the feelers out there. Bill's yeah. got something to say. Bill Mott. Uh For what it's worth, I'd like to see us try and eliminate some more maps that we don't agree on before we get into any substantive discussions on perhaps the so-called top five. Okay. Member Porter. Can I just, uh, th that was my um, concern as well, and it's just more relative to process as we had staff come up and talk about what they thought, how we would possibly go about trying to uh, whittle this down. It, it seems to me the best approach is to talk about the middle ground where um, there's questions of where we're all at, maybe um, individuals of the public or individuals on the committee will convince others um, to adopt or to reject a particular map. I, I do uh, recognize, though, as we look at the top five, if we're presuming that there's only going to be a, a top three, it could leave space for a map that somebody else would rather consider if there is that slight discrepancy between maps one and 17. Um, but maybe first we should just move forward and try and eliminate some of the others that we, we would be able to. And as we get into that top five, um, you know, if there's room or large debate or all of a sudden it makes sense, hey, let's vote to put a map back on and put that as our top three, um, you know, since this is all contained within one meeting. Thank you. Matt, Member Shaw. Um, thank you. Um, briefly, I just want to... Um, Kind of get get to map number 30. I know that at the last meeting, Member Camp asked that we hold it over until this meeting, and the committee afforded me that same luxury a few meetings ago with, with one map, and so I'm, I'm all for that. And there were six members who had it in their bottom five that voted aye on the substitute motion in order to hear from Member Camp or, or any of the other uh, committee members or the public who's in favor of it. So... I think at this point, I'd be interested in hearing what is, is so compelling about Map 30 that, we, that it's still on the table from, from the members on the committee and, and the public and member camp in particular. Okay. Uh, and, Bill, you were already mic'd up to speak, so you can say what you wanted to say originally, and then you can answer Member Shaw's question if you so choose. I think it would be more appropriate to try to respond to Member Shaw. No, Fine. I, I think um, I'm saying I already I already saw your mic before he spoke, so right. I, mean, I thought I, you had I another was, another point to make. Uh, well, I was just going to get a little clarification from Bill, but I think it's more appropriate just to move on to this whole question of what what is it about Map 30 that I think makes sense. Um, I think the big problem we have is how do we deal with the fact that the major populations move north of the river, and that when you look at how do we accommodate that problem? It's, it's someone has to take a big chunk north of the American River. Um, somebody's going to have to move a major portion of their district. So it becomes a dilemma 
about how do we walk through that. And my solution to that dilemma was to say, it's pretty easy in my mind to talk about seven and eight. The, the proposal that I made makes a small change in these two areas down in seven and eight. It looks a little cleaner. I think it's a minimum kind of disruption of the sense of representation. With regards to District 5, it really does increase the minority population in District 5. It allows it, the North, the uh, Oak Park neighborhoods, the Little Saigon neighborhoods, the Latino neighborhoods to work together. And it creates a district with a, a vibrance. And quite honestly, someday I hope we close the, the Fruit Ridge Hook, uh, that little vac vacant space. And this, I think, gives... Um, some visuals to building a district in which you have significant minority population. With regards to District 4, somebody, I like the idea of trying to keep the Midtown section together as well as possible, and, and that was the intent I did, was to, and, and to honor what I understood was the request of the Equality Now to include either Southland, I mean Land Park or Curtis Park or East Sacramento, in this case Land Park, because I felt like somehow that district had to move north significantly as we make, you know, as we move the population, as we move the representation. So I felt like District 4 accommodated the, the, the as best I could, the keeping the, the downtown together and honoring the Equality California's request. With regards to District 3, I did what I could to kind of keep the East Sacramento uh, River Park areas together. Um, and then the question then becomes, well, who takes that extra population? And this is a district that I would refer to as an American River District. I'm trying to answer. Yeah, yes, for a point of clarification. I, I, yeah. I'm sorry, Member Kemp. Um, you said what I was trying to do. So the question that I have is, were you talking about the map that you passed out yeah. to the committee or the map um, 30 that we should be not. I didn't submit map 30. Somebody else did. No, I no, but, took but, map 30 right, but, and tried but, to figure out how do you make map right, 30 work. But relative to the discussion that we had previously that we're not introducing any new maps at this point in time, that we're basing it on the maps that were presented, and if a map is eliminated from consideration, we still have the ability to take back elements of those maps in order to tweak um, the top three or the top five. But I just, as I was hearing you speak, it sounded as though you were addressing the map that you submitted to the committee members as opposed to the map that was submitted that we should be discussing. Well, I guess it depends on rhetoric. I thought Cyril said, Bill, what is it you think about this map that, that makes sense? And I was trying to explain why I thought you could take map 30 and make it work Right. So that but, was my intent. So let me finish and, that and explanation. I, and, I, and I'm sorry, Mr. Chair, but I, I think two issues. One, I think that's not what we decided as a body to do, that we were moving forward with the maps as submitted at this particular point. And, and I mean no disrespect at all. I, you know, I know that you did some extra work on trying to address that map. But item two, I, I would question whether we are appropriately agendized um, to actually bring forward this new map that hasn't been noticed on the agenda and have that dialogue. 
I assume agenda question is the lawyer's question. I was trying to respond to Cyril's, Cyril's request. So I, I if you think that the, the lawyer thinks that this is somehow an inappropriate discussion, I, I, I can wait. But I think if it's, if I don't, I think the public wants to know what we think, and I was trying to share that. So, Matt, what's the, what's the question about whether or not I can answer Cyril's question? Hang on one second. Are you finished your thoughts? I am. I'm sorry. And I, I just to, to clarify what my thoughts are. Again, the first issue is this, this body already determined that the only maps that we are going to have as consideration today are the maps that have already been submitted that have been part of that subsequent conversation. And Map 30 has survived today that, thus far. That's correct. However, as I understand what Mr. Camp is saying, he's talking about the modifications the that he's made to the map not the map itself as presented to us. And so the question that I have to the chair is whether or not it is appropriate to consider anything other than those maps that have been agendized. The chair thinks that it's appropriate for Member Camp to be able to talk about the existing map 30 and how he would fix it, but not to talk about a map that he has submitted based on what we just agreed to. In other words, Map 30 has survived, and we, we were, I right. thought we were going to get to next week, if, if whatever maps are left, that we do the tweaks. Right. And I'm sorry, but my um, understanding, and I welcome clarification on this, my understanding is that the dialogue tonight is to articulate the advantages or disadvantages of the maps as they appear, not how we are able to modify those maps to make them more palatable. Could be two sides of the same coin. I agree that it, it is to discuss the maps as they appear, but I don't know that it's inappropriate to say uh, this particular map we like, but we're going to, at a future meeting, tweak it, and here's some of the things I think would make it work. I, I don't know. Um, Matt, do you want to weigh in or no? Um, the direct, well, if Mr. Porter's direct question is whether or not it's appropriately agendized, it wouldn't be inappropriate to talk about it here because we're discussing Map 30 so long as the discussion is the selection of maps to advance forward. I take Mr. Porter's, the second half of Mr. Porter's suggestion to be whether or not the discussion is consistent with this body's um, expressed will both last week and this week about the process to be undertaken. And I think the chair has uh, just expressed a minute ago that you believed that the uh, vote of the body last week, as well as the, at least the discussion, and the, it wasn't a vote this week, but the discussion this week was to be talking about maps that have been identified and moved through the process for further consideration. That was the, that was the uh, motion last week, was to forward the remaining 15 maps for consideration this week for further elimination and discussion of those maps. Now, for purposes of advancing those maps, it's certainly not inappropriate for Mr. Camp to talk about it and champion uh, map number 30 with his suggested revisions. It's just a matter of how you want to get to the end of the day and get those revisions discussed. And is that the context of this meeting or is it the context of the next meeting? And that's really for this body to decide how they want to move forward. I'm sorry, just to finalize my thought on this. The, the only reason why I think it, it would be inconsistent um, with what we've been attempting to do to have that dialogue today um, is that I don't believe that the public 
was aware that this would be an opportunity for them to come before us and start articulating how particular maps should be changed in order for us to have a more favorable or less favorable interpretation of those maps. Understood. Member Bowler. Um, if we look at the sessions we've had today, the public has been weighing in on the maps. And I think it's, it's, I, I think it's time for us to start talking. I understand the question that uh, Member Porter has in terms of formalizing the modification. So I would agree with that, but in terms of dialogue of the modification, I think we need some, some, maybe it's a high-level understanding of how that might get modified. When it comes to formalizing that, which I see at the next meeting, that's, that's a different question for me. So I just want to share that. It's time for us to talk. You bet. I, I think the dialogue is, is great, is um, wholly appropriate, and I appreciate it. I think that just the key um, concern that I have, and perhaps um, I'm too far into the weeds on this, but as Member Camp was discussing the map, it, it didn't seem as though he was saying, and in District 4 there's this particular problem with the map, but I think it can be changed by X that it was just subsumed, and so perhaps it was just my not understanding, but I don't think the public that is here and I don't think the public that is watching was tracking with what he was talking about um, relative to the map that he modified versus the map that's before us. So I'll end my side of the discussion on that. I, I, I agree with the, those last comments. Uh, I want to do uh, a couple things. One, I would like to see us get into the discussion of the maps that are in the green because these are the maps that clearly have gone to the top. Not that we don't want to discuss the maps in the white, but I'd like to see us get in that discussion, and maybe, maybe that's not the consensus of the body, and I'm fully aware of or fully capable of going on with the will of the body. But the other thing, which may get us off the dime in terms of moving the process along, is that we have about five speakers on this issue um, perhaps hearing from the public at this time uh, about what their expressions are and so forth and so on will help us to even formulate further uh, our ideas about how we want to move forward. Member Hans. Uh, I, th I think hearing from the public would be great. Um, the only thing is I have a suggestion maybe on how we could keep the process moving forward on um, selecting maps to take off the table. There are um, potentially three other maps, 14, 22, and 27, that we could discuss. And we also have this issue of the duplicate for 1 and 17 um, that we could discuss to keep the discussion moving forward. If the committee wants to, that seems like a way we could uh, continue the, the conversation on MAP 30, continue to percolate about it, and maybe give um, our fellow committee member some time to figure out um, how he'd like to talk about these, this conversation. And, and so would it, uh, is I don't want to put words in your mouth. It would be your idea to eliminate 14, 22, and 27, leave map 30 in with 35, 1, 24, 31, 17, and 5, and then start the discussion at that point? Or to after we hear from the public or before we hear from the public and to, um, and to move forward that way? I think that's – I. It's almost it, um, and this is at your discretion, Mr. Chair, but 
14, 22, and 27 did not end up in the bottom or the top. So I think that we could talk about those or not, depending on the will of the committee, um, and then deal with this duplicative issue for those two in the top, and then we can have the conversation about the remaining maps to figure out how to move forward. Including map 30. Including map 30. Well, that, that definitely would move the process forward. I would be looking for um, thoughts and then a motion from the committee. Um, Member Rubicava. Along that vein, maybe I'd like to make a motion then to remove maps 27 and 22. And the reason why I'm not including map 14, just so you all know, is because if we do intend to consolidate map 1 and 17, and if we then want to leave five maps to talk about, then I would at that point suggest moving map 14 into the fifth slot. So my motion would be to remove maps 22 and 27 at this time. I'll second that. Member Shaw. So it's, it's been moved and seconded to remove maps of 22 and 27. Is that correct? Those in favor, please signify by saying aye. Aye. Those, those opposed? Uh, any abstentions? Okay. We've removed map 22 and 27. Now, I would suggest that we hear from the public now before we go any further. Member Camp. I, I thought there was a motion on the floor that Member Porter had made. Is that not a motion? He did make he, a motion. He did not make a motion. Okay. I'm sorry. He just, he just weighed in comments. We're down to seven. Does that understand it? Are we down to seven maps? Okay. Can, let's hear from, we've got a number of speakers on item four. Let's hear from them. Okay. First is Mike Barnbaum, followed by Vanessa, I believe it's Kahima, and then Devin Lavelle. Good evening, uh, Chair Cherry and members of the uh, Sacramento City uh, Redistricting Commission. Uh, my name is Mike Barnbaum. I reside in District 2 in the Woodlake neighborhood. Uh, I have been uh, taking notes uh, during the discussion. Uh, and my, my main thing uh, in, in this process, as even it is with the county process, I've taken part in community meetings at the county redistricting process too, is at least what I had heard prior to all of this uh, process starting was that the populations be as close to as equal as possible with the least amount of deviation. Uh, Member Rubalcava uh, made a motion uh, which I am in support of uh, because I wanted to uh, bring to you uh, my support of plan number SR014 and it's named SR014 underscore plan 2 which only gives a deviation of 0.07% in the population. And this is the one map I see remaining of your seven, uh, I think you indicated uh, that number, uh, Mr. Chair, that brings the population of each district as close to equal in population as possible. Uh, my second thing was keeping communities whole as much as possible. And I do see, for example, on uh, this map, uh, District 4 would cover the central business district up to 
the 2930 freeway section of uh, Business 80. Okay, hold on one second. Can we yes. put map 14 up? Yeah, 14, please. I'll second that. <laughs> Okay, um, and and uh, and and I do see as with District Four, Five, and Seven, there's a natural boundary uh, on the south uh, of District Four's Broadway. Uh, my question may be to staff, though, on this map. Currently, uh, Captain Daryl Fong represents District Seven, and Jay Chenier represents District Five. Uh, I don't have a map of the current layout of the districts, but my question this is, if I'm correct, would their council districts in this map just switch? And then in, a, in an election, would Council Member Fong have to run in District 5 and Chenier in District 7? That's my only outstanding question this map. Otherwise, uh, this is the, one of the best maps uh, when it comes to deviation of population. Okay, thank, thank you. you. I, I think that's the ultimate goal, isn't it? Well, th that's not the only goal. That's mm -hmm. one of the goals. One. Anyway, you, you can take a seat unless you have uh, yeah. staff will answer, will attempt to answer the question. Thank you. Good. The answer is a, an incumbent gets to fill out their entire four-year term. So. Wherever they happen to be, whatever district they live in, once they term out, they would either not run or move to another district or run in that district. Although I, just for the record, I believe Mr. Lavelle, who submitted this map, suggested that the numbers were not st static. Correct. So no, nobody would be switching districts. Okay, Vanessa. Sorry, Vanessa. Mr. Chair and members, Vanessa Kahina, resident. Council District 3, and uh, President of the Latino Democratic Club. Wanted to thank the commissioners so much for the work that you put into this as well as the staff. Um, of the five maps that we had submitted as being our priority maps, we're pleased to see that four of them are still in play. Those are maps 35, 1, 24, and 14. I think at this point, the more important thing is that uh, communities of interest and the greater population keep working together. So I want you to know that we're still, still here, still at the table, and that should our uh, priorities of keeping South Natomas and the Finger area together, as uh, Commissioner Camp had pointed out a little bit earlier, that we're happy to continue working with you. Go ahead. I, I just have a question, Vanessa. Wait, question for the speaker. Sorry. Um, Daryl has been up a couple of times articulating uh, work with the um, Latino community in one of the maps that uh, they presented. I think it's 31. And, and what's striking to me, a difference on map 31 and 14 is this District 2. And so could you talk about that a little bit? Can we take a look at those on the screen, please? And so you see here on 14 the way that District 2 is laid out? Right. Right, and, District 2. Right. And then um, 
31. Right. And then maybe with the indulgence of the chair, if um, Daryl wants to comment relative to that. But I mean, is there, can you just talk to me about the difference between that and what I've been hearing all along is that there has been an effort to um, work together within the communities and that this map 31 represented um, not only the key issues of the African-American coalition, but trying to assimilate some of the concerns of the Latino community. Mm -hmm. And so you, can you just talk about how um, that difference of District 2 and 3 from map 31 and map 14? So I think it's um, primarily important to indicate that the numbers of the districts aren't necessarily the big issue for us, but that on map number 14, it was also District 4, which came in and encompassed a lot of the South Natomas area. That being said, we're still taking a lot of our meetings right now, but have been in contact with different communities of interest. So, you know, for us at this point, it's, it's more about the work for the end product mm -hmm. as opposed to what exact map we're looking at tonight. So, so relative to the work and the end product on that, you submitted I think five maps originally, or the Latino community did. We submitted seven. Um, seven, I'm sorry, and, and down to four today. And so can you articulate a little bit which of those four are your best? Like which are the ones that you want us to walk out of here today? Or which are the ones that you want to see as that top three? Right now, in terms of percentages and in terms of working with other groups and moving forward and keeping in mind that, you know, we'd be looking at some sort of product today, but knowing that this isn't the end product, 35, 1, 24, and 14. Those are the four tonight. Which are the ones that we're already talking about? And that's what and we're Eric, talking about. I'm sorry, Mr. Guerra, are you, you planning on talking on this one or about this specifically? And I'm happy to punt to my vice president. Pardon me? Disregard. Um, so again, but you understand, uh, the, the issue that I'm having is um, there were seven maps submitted, which I think is great to be able to identify that there's been a lot of work out there that is, is aware of and articulates the concerns of the Latino community. What I'm concerned with as a member up here is we have a lot of different communities that we're attempting to serve. And so there are still those four maps that you know, you've come up and said, hey, these are our top four maps, but trying to assimilate those into the concerns of everybody else, of just trying to get a better understanding of what is the closest thing to the ideal, other than just the four maps that you articulated. We have been fortunate, though, in that the maps that we've supported have moved on to where we are tonight. But that being said, any time that any uh, community is displaced, you know, that makes any of us less equal. So it's a priority for us to keep working together, and we're setting up those meetings to get there. And, and I think that's great. But again, my thing, and I'll stop, but my issue is you can't have all four of them, obviously, right? I mean, I don't think we're going to move up for particular maps. But are there elements within those so that as we're dialoguing next week about what are the things that we want. We're directing staff tonight. These are the things to consider. Can you help us out? Can you give us some more information about how those four maps represent your concerns? They keep South Natomas together and keep the finger area together. Those are the two most important priorities for us. And even if the numerical deviation is a little bit off, we are trying to work with other communities, like I said, right. to ensure the greatest representation for everybody in Sacramento. Okay. And so when I look at that, I'm sorry to not get off this, but when I look at map 31 and map 14, the north end, 
right, the, the South Natoma side, those two maps, whether you call it District 2 or 3 or District 2, they just look so strikingly different. And I'm trying to see how that, how they both can represent the concerns that you just articulated. There should be an overlay, but at this point I would have to knock over the technical aspects of this to uh, my colleague. Mr. Chaudhary. Sure, we could, I mean, uh, we, we have, we have a, her, the colleague I believe she's speaking of has signed up to speak, so we could, um, if he's in a better position to answer the question, I suppose we could have him come up. And, and, and I would just ask, does the staff have that overlay, perhaps, of maps 14 and 31? Or can you flip back and forth between them so we can just see the... We can have, we were prepared to have the overlays um, available for the next meeting sure. tonight. We don't have those readily available. Okay. We could work on that and possibly have them in a few minutes. Is, is, there, is there a way, I know this isn't going to necessarily make it on the broadcast, but can you put one map on one screen and another map on the other screen? Is that possible? Put one on the overhead. Or, or, or however, right, so that, yeah. so that can, at least the audience and us on our thing can. Yes. Thank you. Maria, if you have that loaded there and there, we can split the screens between those two. Okay, we could do that. I'll do it on this side. So it should come up. Bear with us for just a moment. So this is the overhead, and that's the laptop. Thank you. Can I make a comment while we're waiting? Member um, Porsche has the floor. You, you yield the floor. Yield, yes. yes. I think that from my understanding of the Latino community interests, um, their priorities, I think that the maps that they are moving forward in some way, shape, or form either keep the Latino North community intact or the Latino South community intact, right. but no one map keeps them both intact. And so I think right. that what they're trying to do is they're trying to move any map that has some compilation of those priorities mm -hmm. and with the intent, I think, to, as we move forward, the tweaking process mm -hmm. to fix where they feel that they're still and, tweaking available. And I, I really appreciate that because I look at these and my top five are not a perfect map. But I think that a blending of those top five will get us closer to a perfect map. And so my key question is when I look at map 14 and map 31, there doesn't appear to me to be a whole lot of commonality between those two maps, either in the north or in the south. And so what I'm trying to get to is what are the key issues that these communities of interest that are coming to us, what do they want us to consider? I think it's just as Member Kant mentioned and, and Member Bowler mentioned that, you know, the public wants to hear from us exactly what our thoughts are. I'm at a point where I want to hear exactly what the, the public's thoughts are on how we help to develop that. So, And to, to add to that, when you look at Map 1, and map 24, which I believe were, were maps submitted by the Latino community, is that correct? Not submitted by us, but we're in support of them. Okay. If you look at, well, it was one of the four maps that we talked about. Mm -hmm. If you look at the right side of the column and look at the support by this committee, it, number one is the second, has the second highest number of votes, and number uh, 24 has the third highest number of votes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... I think I know where you're we're trying to go. It's like what's more important, 14, uh, 1, or 24? Or, or, or even beyond that. I mean, I, I understand the articulation that there are many elements within each of those maps that represent the Latino community's interests. 
but we're not going to end up having the ability to assimilate all of that. And so an actual articulation of what are the things that we need to take away from this dialogue and direct to staff as we start tweaking the maps. That's what I'm looking for. And, and my key issue is, again, you say that you support, the community supports both of these maps, I fully understand it, but they are so disparate that I don't understand how you support both of these maps. I'd like to call on my colleague right now. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the heat. Me too. <laughs> is this Eric Guerrero? It is. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Eric. Come on up. Is this equivalent to uh, phoning a friend or? <laughs> yeah. Lifeline. Paul, can I pull the audience on this one here? Well, uh, I'd like to first come uh, put down, if I could, on this, um, on the overlay mm -hmm. here, what, I, what we provided uh, of data from the U.S. Mm -hmm. Census from our original meeting. And uh, I'm going to let's see, figure out how do we, oh, actually, we can actually do that here. Uh, looking at that, perfect. Okay. Yeah, sure, sure. So that way the public can see this online. Uh, if, if you look at map 31, I believe, on the, on the right over there, uh, it keeps a lot of North Gate intact, but it does have the communities that are west of the five involved in it. So we would argue that this community here is not part of the community of interest. Now, this map here, although it looks different from this map, from the, the, uh, the uh, thir map 31, captures still the business corridor and a very significant heavy core of the Latino community, which is this section right here. This red section, uh, again, is... Uh, the highest concentration, 41 to 57 percent of Latino community households. So that's why, even though this map comes down this way, it does capture a significant chunk of this community of interest. Now, this entire section of the community of interest is larger than one district can be by population. And I think uh, the numbers are around 60,000. This entire area, when we submitted the community of interest map, was, at, I believe, at 72 or 73,000. So realistically, to try to capture that entire area, you could not do that in one map. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a way, do, do we shape it this way or do we shape it this way? That, I, that is what, uh, why those maps are different. The opposition, I think our concern is that in the downs in this area here, you have Oak Park and Tahoe Park, which are communities that were built uh, uh, that are neighboring communities, part of the original uh, subdevelopments in Sacramento. Uh, the other map links, goes up further into College Glen, River Park uh, area in this area, which we would argue don't have the same characteristics as these communities with Tahoe Park, Elmhurst, uh, Colonial Heights uh, in that area. And that's why we would say that there's a difference in that map. But by and large... Which map are you pointing to right now? Oh, 31. Thank 31. Thank yeah, you. sorry about that. It's kind of hard if, uh, if I had an, another... I just, I just need to know the map number. So I'm sorry, 14 is next to your map right. Yeah, that, exactly. That's 14. Right. So if we talk about the north, you can see why, even though the shape is different, it still tries to capture a significant chunk of the business corridor and the heavy density of Latino communities. And so, Eric, so when I'm looking, I'm looking at the, um, 
community of interest map that was submitted that Correct. was SR 20 right which I think tried to represent what you're articulating right now which is the the north and south um, Latino community of interest based on the population density that you were talking about correct this is SR 020 map 20 and so um, the reason why I bring this up is, you know, part of the numbers it looks like that you're talking about is when you lined out um, the northern district, it was about 61,000. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to hold you to that. But the, the question that I have is, so of the formats that we have that have been endorsed or supported or moved along by the Latino community, how are we as a body supposed to assimilate all this? Like, because what you have is you have two separate and distinct physical communities, right? And so if you look at map 31 on the left screen, that district two, I think, gets to a pretty good effort at accommodating almost everything that you were talking about in the north area, even keeping into consideration some of the population issues. But it doesn't do a very good job at all, in my estimation, of addressing the lower Sacramento issues, the correct. South Sacramento issues. Correct. That's and correct. so how do we address that? Like, what is the most important issue? I know keeping the communities whole, but even as yourself, you articulate that that north um, area, the South Sacramento, based on population, that you can't keep it within one district. Well, so, so what is the most important element that we should be taking away from this. Keep us whole in the south, keep us whole in the north, keep us whole in both. Correct. And, and obviously we would say we'd like our cake and eat it too. We'll say take, keep it whole in both. And, and that's why we, we're not, you know, the, the, the question for the commission was to come back with the five uh, best and the five worst maps. And, uh, there, and, and even the conversation at the commission last week was that there is no single map here that's the winner of all. There are parts and bits of all, and the, even there was a conversation about maybe let's reshape some of them and bring in a map and let's give us an opportunity to reshape it. So the point of this exercise, I think, today is to bring in the maps that have the components that we uh, that, that best fit. Obviously, in map 14, the south is the, 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 the stronger piece of this map. It still fits somewhat in the north, and if you look at this map here, what you have is you're changing this area here by adding this area up here. Right. So that's that's really, you know, the fringe is what we're talking about. So to the point, what would we prefer? Something that looks more with the south end that looks like this and a north end that looks like this is map 35 here. Right. So how, how, does, how do the other districts combine uh, and, and fit in all of this? Right. That's why you guys got the uh, position to figure right. that out. <laughs> and, 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 and I do appreciate that. I appreciate the levity, and I appreciate the opportunity to really dialogue on this issue. And, and the reason why I think it is so important to really dialogue about this is because in many ways you recognize we're attempting to do the impossible, which is make everybody happy. Correct. And at the end of the day, that's just not going to happen at least from my perspective. Maybe others on, on the body have a different way of viewing it. But what I would not want to happen is that we walk away and miss the point that you're trying to make. And so when we have those four maps and two of them, when you look at it, just seem completely different. But you're saying, oh, no, no, we, yeah, we're, they're both equal in our minds, 
right? It's difficult for me to be able to either accept that as ringing true or to coordinate that with everything else that's happening. Well, I, I would say, Commissioner, that, that no, we're not saying that they're equal at right. all. Each map has a benefit to it and a drawback to the other. In the areas where there's a drawback, we try to look at the best case scenario of what would fit and what would not, rather than eliminating. Because if we if we use that uh, that uh, uh, litmus test, we would have probably eliminated every single map. And so I, I think that back stepping back again to what we provided originally in the conversations that we provided was, where are the communities that that function uh, somewhat similarly, and the density is similar, uh, and also can we keep the business corridors intact? And I think those are, those are some fundamental pieces. And I know we can speak broadly and whatnot, and I know we, what you're asking is for help to identify clearly those lines, but we would like to hone that message that we want to make, make sure that those communities with the business corridors stay intact and the densities are, are the same. So that's, we, we try to provide the best uh, data as possible. Thank you. Thanks. Member, member um, actually, Member Carrillo has been trying to get in, like, forever. Mm -hmm. uh, but you need to put the yeah. mic on there. Thank you. No, I just wanted to um, thank the speakers, both Vanessa and Eric, for um, taking the time to really um, articulate your message and what you've been telling us, I believe, all along. Um, but, you know, I, I just want to make sure that as we're moving forward, we're not, you know, sort of characterizing these maps as them being um, somehow representative, one map being representative of everybody's interest or, 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 or telling the community if you're coming to us with four maps or saying five are a preference, somehow you're not being clear because I think we, we, the message we have been sending as a committee to the public is to say that um, not one map is going to be representative of all of the interests. We want to get as much input as possible on all of these maps. And I think it's appropriate for um, communities of interest to come before us and show us where are the boundaries and the areas that they consider are of, of most importance. So I just wanted to be able to say that because I think that then it makes it seem as though we're not relaying, we're being, um, uh, we're not being clear on what we're also asking the community to come and share with us. So that's my only comment. Member Shaw, then Member Camp. Um, I, I agree wholeheartedly with uh, what Member Creo had to say. <clears throat> and to um, Member Porter's questions, um, I, I don't think it's fair to ask any one community to identify a single map that's your favorite because of th these reasons when we're not even asking ourselves to do that. We realize that this is a process and, the, and a formula and there's a lot of moving pieces. It's very complex. And I also think that just the question itself to, to ask um, any single, the Latino community or any community, please identify what it is that you want. I, I think that, that it's, it's inappropriate. It's, just, it's, just, it's assuming that what the community wants is completely simple and one-dimensional. And I don't think that that's, from the public testimony that I've heard from members of the Latino community, I don't think that that's um, their position at all. I think that they view this as um, complex. And also, I think by, by identifying multiple maps, it shows that they're, they're, they're open to some compromise as well. So I, I just I don't like the question. Thank you. Member Porter. 
Thank you. Um, Mr. Chair. I'm sorry. I, 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 I think I was being ignored here. I, I've stopped my response to Sheriff Saul once, and we let that ride. I, I would like to respond Bill, to this discussion. Point of personal Hang on a privilege. second. Bill, you, you weren't being ignored. Uh, Porter had a right, I thought, to respond to the question that was asked directly of him, and then I was going to call on you next. If you want to answer it, I mean, he asked, he specifically said that he thought that the comment that Member Porter made was inappropriate. I can understand why Member Porter would want to respond to that, and then I had you next. That's all. I, I wouldn't. You just changed your mind, and I didn't understand why. That's I, all. Because you had earlier said Member Shaw first. You were next, absolutely. That's Member right. Shaw right. and well, you. You just didn't. I was just trying to understand what the I changed my mind I'm because he asked a direct question. Leadership. I just want to be informed. About and you it. and you are the next speaker after Mr. Porter gets a chance to respond. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, so I don't want in any way for any community to think that I'm sliding them because I'm not. And I think all the issues that are being raised are very important. And um, to your point, Member Shaw, I don't believe that they are one-dimensional. I, I do, however, have a concern that when a particular group, irrespective of who they represent, brains forward seven maps and says, we like, you know, these maps represent issues that we are concerned with, that it becomes very difficult to be able to coalesce what those issues are. And so the questioning, and people can take exception with the manner in which I've questioned, and I apologize for any personal um, uh, abuse that you may feel from my questions. The questioning is meant to elicit a much better understanding of what the concerns of the communities of interest are so that we can do our job better up here. I think from the outset we've all said that there is no one perfect map, but there are elements that people are very much concerned with. Um, and my effort, again, was trying to elicit from the community an articulation of what those points are so we can better assimilate those into the maps that we finally do move forward to the council. No, and, and Commissioner, I, I appreciate the, uh, uh, one, the challenge, and then two, the, uh, um, the feedback, because then that allows us to, to look at the process as it moves forward. What are the things that we need to discuss uh, to provide better insight? Again, you know, we're here because we're trying to provide insight and, uh, and, and information for you to make the best decision for the council. So I appreciate the, uh, uh, the comments and the feedback. Thank you. Member Camp. One that I notice in this map that shows the uh, Latino census tracts, yeah, is the fact that in the what I call the Fruit Ridge Hook, there's a high concentration of Latinos. So I'm assuming, but I need to get some clarification from the community, is that that because how do we build a district that would um, encourage the possibility in the future that that area be incorporated into the city and that in the priorities of the community, making sure that we provide some potential path to inclusion in the city would be important, not only in terms of services to the people that live in those neighborhoods, but also just in terms of a voice for the Latino community. Is that perspective consistent with your thinking? Well, uh, well, anything, when it deals with incorporation, uh, you know, the 
The politics of LAFCO are obviously more precarious than a Thanksgiving family dinner. But I, I would say that, that you know, that I see, I drive down 14th Avenue every, just about every, uh, every Friday. And uh, I like to golf at Land, Land Park Golf. And so before work, I like to go out there in the morning. And when you drive down 14th Avenue, you can look to your right and you can look to your left and you think you're in the same neighborhood. But the only thing different is that street sign that says 14th Avenue. It's green on the right side and white on the left side. So, so when we talk about that community, we don't think that uh, those political lines, when it comes to the city's governance, should dictate the separation of those neighborhoods because they're being impacted by the same issues. You know, the issues uh, of crime, the issues with uh, 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 teen violence in many cases, education impacts, uh, and also the, the history. So, um, so I think part of this, you know, if incorporation became an, an aspect, uh, obviously it would make sense in my opinion. It would make strong sense, and you're right. But at the very least, and what we're dealing with in this case today is trying to provide a council district that encompasses um, that, that region that operates as a unity. Okay. I, I, thank you. Thank you. I, I would agree with the speaker's comments. I, I can recall very clearly, after having spent 30 years with the fire department, working at Station 6 on what is now Martin Luther King Boulevard. It was Sacramento Boulevard when I started to work there. In fact, originally it was 34th Street and 4th Avenue, around the corner from McGeorge School of Law. We used, the Fruit Ridge Fire Protection District used to have the little fire station. Right there was a one-person fire department, one-station fire department, whole fire department. And as a practical matter, the city for years essentially provided free fire protection because you can't have a one-station. You can have a one-station fire department, but the capabilities of being able to do anything is very ineffective. They, I can't tell you how many times it was, there was an attempt made to bring that finger into the city. And in fact, today, the Fruit Ridge Fire Protection District is part of the Sacramento Fire Department because, I mean, we were right down the street. It was one of those anomalies that you see occasionally that you think to yourself, hmm, why, why does that exist? You're right. You go down 14th Avenue, right left side. If you didn't know that county street signs were white and city street signs were green, you would not know the difference in those communities, and yet one's in the city and one's in the county. I don't know how we ever solved that problem. I know that folks a lot smarter than me have been trying for a long time. It makes complete sense, but I don't see that it's happening, and, I, and I'm not sure that, that that can be taken into consideration in this process because it's not in the city. It's just not, and I, and I don't foresee it in my lifetime. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I don't foresee it in my lifetime coming into the city, but who knows? Next speaker, unless we have members' comments. Okay, then the next speaker is Devin Lavelle and Patty, Patty Kleinknecht. Good evening. Thank you for your time once again. Uh, so I noticed that all of the maps uh, still under consideration, I believe, keep the midtown downtown grid whole as one district. That's my primary interest, and so I'm very happy about that. Um, one of the thing that a secondary interest, though, is making sure this map passes the smell test. And 
Which map? The, the final map. Where, oh, the final map. Up okay, thank you. Or maps or whatever, you know, the way the city's drawn a year from now. Of, of the uh, maps in green, the only, the only one, I'll say one, is that that doesn't keep that monstrosity of a District 7 is the uh, duplicate of Tom Runge maps. That District 7 is just preposterous as it's drawn. I spent uh, 2010 running a city council race in that district, and let me tell you, Valley High and the Pocket have essentially nothing in common. It's beyond the fact that they're both in Sacramento. It's it's just a joke when you're driving from the pocket to Valley High or vice versa, when you drive for about 10 minutes through Meadowview, um, that's only legal because there's this completely unpopulated meadow, south of Meadowview, that links the two areas. Um, it's just, it's ridiculous. Um, I'd also like to encourage you guys to tell us more about what you think about the ideas, the maps, the, you know, what, what you guys want to see happen. Um, I would, you know, might want, have more to say if I knew where y'all were coming from. The only idea that I've heard at all is uh, what uh, Representative Camp had to say a little bit about Map 30. The rest of y'all, I have no idea what you, what you think about the maps, what you're coming from, what philosophies you espouse, and why the three folks who voted against my map voted against my map. I, <laughs> I, maybe I'm a little selfish, but I, I'd like to know. I'm curious. Um, so, anyhow, that's what I have to say. Thank you very much. Thank you. Member uh, Hanson. You don't have to leave yet, Deb. Okay. Because I was one I'll of those people out. that voted against your map. <laughs> it, 14, the 14, one that we've been talking 14, about yes. for the last mm, 15 minutes. 14? 14. Uh, it's the one that's been on the table for a while. And I'll tell you a few reasons why I voted against it. Um, I, I think that, well, I live in the central city, so I appreciate your comments about the central city. I think that we have to be careful about decisions being made for other communities. And we've heard from people in the south part of the city that they kind of like the way their districts are drawn now, and they don't wish them to change. Now, people in other neighborhoods may feel differently, but it's not our prerogative as a committee to decide for an area what's best for them. And I, I do think that you have the right intentions. And when you look at the shapes without more knowledge about those communities, it's hard to understand why they look that way. But we've come to learn, for instance, that Meadowview, which is the north half of the um, that neighborhood where Delta Shores is, they really feel strongly associated to the east and south part of the city that they're attached to. And they have a strong desire to remain that way. And once you attach them, it's hard to do anything but do what is on the map right now. And that's why a lot of the maps look consistent, because that's what those neighborhoods have said they want. And you know, for me as a committee member, I've tried sincerely, very, very sincerely. And for those of you who were here that last week, you understand how passionate I am about taking seriously the input from the public. And I will fight for the public. But I only fight for the public when it's their neighborhood they're talking about not other people's neighborhoods. And I think that, for me, is our ultimate charge to try to digest some of this for the council so that they don't have to redo this process in the short month that they have from the time we finish to the time they want to be done. Now they have a little extra time so we can, you know, maybe, maybe you'll come back and you should come back and talk to the council about that idea. 
but um, uh, uh, that's why I voted against your map. And I, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you want that conversation because that conversation is the cream of this process. And let's turn it into butter, but let's not get caught up on, on what is best for other neighborhoods making decisions from one place. So, so that's just my, my both praise but caution to any of you who might come forward. We're getting lots of conflicting information, so what we're trying to do is get back down to what people have told us who live in those places. So thank you if, for if listening I may, to me. Um, it's up to the chair if he wants to. Yeah. No, it's, it's not a debate. You made your comment. Okay. He, he, he actually responded by telling you what he thought. Okay. Okay, you're two minutes. Let, can we get uh, Member Bowler? Thank you. Next. Yes, next speaker, please. Okay, Patty. <clears throat> Following Patty will be Terrence Johnson. Good evening, Mr. Chair, members of the committee. I'm Patty Kleinconnect. I'm executive director for the River District. Uh, we're a business association in the central city. And uh, first of all, I have to say thank you to each one of you. It's difficult. I myself tried to juggle the map numbers last week and just today noticed I goofed on the letter I sent to you. So uh, it's not easy. Um, I think our position all along, we've tried to communicate with you, has been to keep the central city within one district and also to keep the river district together within that district. Um, we support most of the maps that are remaining. I think I could support map 30 with the um, modifications that we've seen tonight. Um, I do have a strong concern about map 31. And basically, it splits our district geographically, and I think that is one of the considerations is geography. But geographically, we are split from the rest of the district by the American River. That's a pretty major uh, geographic boundary. Um, it also splits the river district on the on the east side. It looks like it splits us down on 12th Street, and I know that some of my constituents, some of the people in my district, are very concerned that uh, that area would be split off from the rest of the district. It removes us from the urban core, and I feel that we have much more in common with uh, the central city and the urban core than we do with the suburban-type neighborhoods, single-family homes uh, north of the river. Um, so I can say we support all of the maps that remain under consideration, except we're pretty strongly opposed to 31. Did I call it 30 before? If not, but 31 is the one we're concerned about. And our position is to keep the central city together and keep the river district together. And we certainly uh, can't comment on how uh, other areas or other interest communities of interest are um, considered in any of the other maps. Thank you very much. Thank you. Comments or questions to the speaker? Thank you. Hearing none. Next speaker. Okay, Terrence. Good evening, Commissioners. Terry Johnson. I'm a resident of Oak Park. I'm the Executive Director for the Oak Park Business Association. 
and the Stockton Boulevard Partnership. I'm a member of the uh, Stockton Boulevard RAC. I was the chair in, uh, of the Oak Park RAC for 12 years. I have an intimate relationship with the Oak Park neighborhood as a leader. I'm on the Neighborhood Association. I live there 20 years. And one of the things that has come up in dialogue among all of the Neighborhood Association's members is that Oak Park needs to stay together. It doesn't need to be split up. So when, it's, when somebody said, pick one, pick a map, you know, throw them up in the air and pull them up. 17 is, a, a, is one that I identify as having a number of goals that would not only meet the Oak Park's uh, concept of keeping it together, but also the link between the redevelopment of the commercial corridors of the South Sacramento area. We have in proximity two redevelopment, three redevelopment areas, maybe four now that I'm thinking about it, and the thought, the group think in that area is very much similar. We share the same issues. We share a lot of the same problems. And uh, having a single representative that would oversee these specific business corridor, economic development corridor issues, and that is very, that person who is very familiar with that, uh, is very important to me. And as a community leader, I, it would be my being remiss if I did not stand up and say that the community of interest here are the businesses. The businesses in those corridors, there's about 17 miles of corridor that are businesses. They need to be represented and thought of as we put this together because they generate taxes. They're the, they're the lifeblood. So that's where we are, where I sit. Thank you for being where you are. Thank you. Hang on a second. Member Wallace. Uh, thank you, Terry. Um, your testimony sort of conflicts with something we've heard from the Oak Park Neighborhood Association. Probably. And what I've heard just generally is that people um, in Oak Park would like to remain in the same district as Curtis Park. Um, and this map 17 draws it into district with Tahoe Park. So could you maybe articulate the difference in that sure. thinking? When 99 cut through those neighborhoods, it, it told a story and it divided those two. And I don't think that the affinity that we're looking for, other than we're neighbors, we need to build a bridge, we need, we need to be reliant on one another. I don't think that it's that synergistic to, to, to Curtis Park. What we have is a, a fragmented Tahoe Park, a West Tahoe Park, they feel very disenfranchised, although they are one street away. I know people that say, I don't have a, a neighborhood because they're, they're one street away. And the imaginary boundary of what Stockton Boulevard is, is is just that. It's imaginary. So as you evolve as perhaps a homeowner or a business person, you cross the street to the west into Oak Park, that transition is very clear. If you happen to want to drive down our boulevard and turn right, you'll see that the benefit of Tahoe Park and the quality of life and the people that live there coming towards the center of Oak Park. Same with the North, which is now called Med Center, which they conveniently annexed out of Oak Park, but it is still Oak Park. So as we bring the quality of life together and the standard, I was late tonight because I was at a neighborhood watch where people are saying, we're going to watch out as the police possibly have reduced coverage in our neighborhood. They're bringing it together. So I think the affinity with the groups of not only economically, ethnically, we're 
incredibly diverse. And if you look at it, which I studied it for quite a while during a period of time in the last two years, that we're very equally distributed among the population of Asian, Latino, African-American, Caucasian, and, and others. And so the homogenous thing there is that uh, it's not what I would feel that we need to play off of. We need to play off of the economic vitality there that actually goes into these communities, produces jobs for them, produces a destination for them. It's not just a, a, a thing about, uh, well, it's all community of interest. That's what that is, though. So. Does that uh, Yeah, thank you. Represent? That's really illuminating. And yes, I disagree oftentimes with my <laughs> board members. Member Motman? Uh, Terry, uh, thank you, Terry. Uh, but I did want to sort of ask uh, Maya a question. It, what, your question was based somewhat on the uh, letter submitted by Mr. Boyd, correct? Is, and I just wanted to ask, if he, is Mr. Boyd here and is no, he going to speak? Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I, I just reviewed his letter to make sure that I wasn't going to be completely stomping on his idea of what his affinity was. But, but I think that it's just marginal with, with Curtis Park. It's a great place to go. It's a nice destination. But, you know, we live on this side, and, and I think we build that community that way. So thanks, James. Here my hands. Uh, Mr. Johnson. So you were here when I was talking to Mr. Lavelle, um, and... I know that, well, I personally, I lived in Oak Park. I owned a home there for two years. I just spent the last four years at a very fine educational institution situated in beautiful Oak Park. It was at Celebrate Oak Park last weekend. And what I've heard overwhelmingly from the Neighborhood Association and some of the people I used to live by is they feel that if they were joined with Tahoe Park, that it's such a much larger neighborhood that in a district their concerns would be subsumed by those of Tahoe Park and no offense to Tahoe Park, it's a much larger neighborhood by population. In a district with Curtis Park, Curtis Park is about 7,000 people, I believe. Uh, I'd have to pull up my neighborhood map again. But it's in Oak Park, yeah, Curtis Park is 5,300. 5, Oak Park right now is about 16. It plays a, a role that is very significant in that district. And I think because of the need of the neighborhood and the beauty of the neighborhood, that they've come to us with this. So how should we make a decision to choose what you want for them over what they, they say they want for themselves? I don't think that the Neighborhood Association approaches it with the economic development or an economic vitality. It is a matter of quality of life, perhaps. They want to see what Oak, uh, that Curtis Park enjoys in, in Oak Park. Uh, it is not that dissimilar to Tahoe Park, as far as I'm concerned. In fact, the vitality of Tahoe Park versus Curtis Park, sometimes you can see no one in Curtis Park, the actual park. But I'm not talking about what Mr. Boyd had referred to. I'm talking about miles of corridor that can support part of the sustainable city concept that starting at Alhambra and Broadway, going to Broadway and beyond, maybe to 65th and south, is a sustainable community that is not being taken advantage of. We have a growing population of the Asian community. We have the Little Saigon District. Those things are synergistic to the neighborhoods next to them. As those corridors improve, the living environment, the people that are going to be voting, the people that are of the, the, the communities of interest are moving there. I think it's a disservice to say that this is all about separate entities. It is a unit that we're trying to make, a city that's equally distributed in a multiple 
fashion to these districts, and the commercial corridor is vital. And if we move things around, and I know that Oak Park won't survive in other configurations. It'll be fragmented. And I can, I'm concerned about the south part being disenfranchised and taken into another district. That's another one. But as we go forward, I'm, I'm really encouraging these districts to be formed around economic corridors. You seem to know more than we do about how this may end up, but I don't purport <laughs> to know that Tahoe Park or that, excuse me, that Oak Park would be split in any other configuration. There are multiple ways, as we've learned, to do this and do justice. We're trying to do um, good and do well at the same time. And for us, the residents of these neighborhoods are really important. And if this is what the residents of Oak Park think, I would encourage more of them to come. So I just, you know, thank you for being here. Thank you for giving us your comments. But we're looking at ways to make very difficult decisions. And I don't know that you've helped us anymore to make a better decision. Well, it's food for thought. Another thing so about that, I, that yeah, flaw I, in there, you could, you could come to my office. I have a map of annexation of the city of Sacramento. It's very distinctly uh, highlighted as how they omitted that piece of the of the county when they expanded, and they had that opportunity many times. But it's mostly infrastructure. And perhaps I do know more about it because I'm just saturated with it. But uh, I don't think that I've heard anyone in the community of Oak Park actually emulate or repeat what the five people that are the leadership of the Oak Park Neighborhood Association have sent in that letter. So thanks for your time. Thank you. Next. Um, Okay. I was just going to say, other than this letter, that's the only concerns I've ever heard voiced as well. Um, next speaker. Okay. We have accumulated a few more, so we now have three. Rosanna Herber, Dale Roberts, and Madeline Kalstein. Good evening. I'm sorry. Okay? I apologize. Yes, I was uh, thinking out loud, or speaking out loud when I should have been thinking. <laughs> Good evening, Chair Cherry and members of the committee. I'm Rosanna Herber, and I'm the chair of the LGBT redistricting committee that was formed by the Rainbow Chamber of Commerce that includes um, several LGBT groups and LGBT community leaders. Um, I want to say that you guys are making progress. This is exciting to see. Uh, I was just at the NAG group um, telling those folks uh, who represent the, the neighborhoods in the central city that this committee hasn't heard anything from them and that they should make sure they show up in the next two weeks. Uh, but what I'd like to say is that um, the LGBT community is pleased with your top three picks, at least at this point, if, if we're talking about um, map 35, map 1, and map 24. Uh, all of the ones that we had at the bottom of our list, um, you have eliminated, so we're happy for that. And again, I just want to reiterate that what the LGBT community of interest is looking for is the ability to keep the central city intact and to join that up with uh, the neighborhood of either East Sacramento, Land Park, or Curtis Park, because that is where the data shows that there's a preponderance of LGBT supporters. 
And I uh, just want to make sure, Mr. Camp, that you know that even though Equality California may have done the research for this, um, the Rainbow Chambers Committee uh, has adopted it as our own, and we have now uh, put our logo on the maps. So, again, that just clearly shows that we have uh, that as our community of interest. So with that, um, that's it. Thank you. Um, I was going to ask the unanimous consent for a break for five minutes. I, I see my eyeballs are floating. I don't know about everybody else. <laughs> okay, thanks. Take a break for five minutes. And then you'll be up next, Daryl. Hour is almost 8:15. Um, we're going to have the remainder of our speakers, and then the chair is going to um, attempt to go to work and try to get us down to at least five maps tonight. So I'll just put everybody, the committee members, the public. I mean, maybe I don't get there, but that's that's going to be my goal. I think uh, I'd like to see members think about. Um, I think the one in 17 issue can resolve itself. I'd like to see us keep 17 and eliminate one. I think we don't need both of them. They're virtually the same map. But I'll let the committee's will decide that. So why don't we have our next speaker if the clerk's ready. Okay. We have, again, three speakers, Daryl Roberts, Madeline Kalstein or Valstein, and then Nick Abdus. Chairman, Chair, members of the Commission, Daryl Roberts, representing African American Leadership Coalition. First of all, we, both David DeLuce and I would like to thank you, and I know we stand. David DeLuce and I would like to thank you for the opportunity to submit the map and having uh, open discussions uh, with you about what we think is important and best interest of our community. We recognize that you have a, a monumental task, and we recognize that our, our role is really as community leaders to bring you our thoughts uh, from various meetings that we've had with various at members of our communities. Um, our, um, our maps started off with the, with the four basic premises, actually three, to keep Meadowview whole, to keep Oak Park whole, to de keep Del Paso whole, and in one district. Uh, when, when we look at uh, the uh, demographics, we also saw the opportunity, as you all know, to create a new district in south of uh, Natomas. That was our attempt. Uh, we have talked to others about ways to modify our map, make some changes that might um, make it easier for other communities to see how we were looking to work with them and, and why we did the maps the way we did. Uh, we'd like to thank you again for the opportunity to speak, uh, the opportunity to, to present the maps. And, David, if you have anything else. Thank you very much. Thank you. Could I, could I just thank you for that civic-minded attitude? Because with that kind of attitude, we'll all get to the right to the best spot. I don't know if there's a right spot, but if the council adopts that attitude and this committee adopts this attitude, then that, that civic mind in this, I think, will serve us really well. So thank you, guys. Thank you. Next speaker. Madeline. 
Mr. Uh, I'm sorry, Member Porter, go ahead. I, I apologize. I'm trying to push us along. Here. I know. Daryl? I'm sorry. Um, the, the question that I have relates to the discussion earlier um, relative to the MAP 31 <laughs> that you all submitted. And um, part of the articulation in that during the entire dialogue that we've had is that um, the African-American Coalition has reached out to a number of different groups in, in an effort to meet the first three goals that you articulated first. Right. Right. I get that. Um, you then try to see how you can assimilate some of the other interests into that particular map, all recognizing there is no one perfect map, but doing the best to pull all those things in together. Um, can, can you maybe just give a little bit of dialogue as to um, how that process transpired or when you look at predominantly um, the north area, which I think is District 2 on this, or the um, pulling in Del Paso and South Natomas, um, and then looking at um, District 5 as well. Can you just talk a little bit about whether there seems to be any integration between um, the groups or how you, you came along with the dialogue there? I think part of what happened was that um, when we first got the demographics on the night um, f from the uh, Latino community, we had already looked at what we thought uh, were strong, powerful neighborhoods where the Latino community and African-American community can coalesce. Uh, we found later on that there might have been some, some thoughts differently. Uh, from, from many members, of, for some members of the Latino community. And we've been talking with various members, and we'll be talking again this week, spending time together over lunch and others, uh, as an opportunity to figure out ways we can settle, settle what would appear to be major differences. But we don't see them as major differences. We see them as really, uh, you know, we see them as map changes right. and, and, draw, and lines being drawn to the right or to the left, to the north or to the south. Right. Okay, just just to let you know, I don't see it as necessarily um, differences or disagreements. It's just trying to get to a better end product. So and, that, and that's really what our intention has been right. in our meetings with uh, individuals as well as organizations. I think in many ways for us shaped our maps. Uh, and, 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 and we will admit that there's some, some neighborhoods that might have been omitted. Uh, East Sacramento, we certainly recognized that. We saw that right. uh, possibly the panhandle up north and right. didn't realize that that was that big a challenge right. for, for that community. And, we, and we've talked to people and said, you know, changing those map, uh, um, the, the configuration of the map in that, in that way was not a problem for us. That wasn't a deal breaker. We do have a little bit of a difference when it comes down to the downtown area, but again, hoping to sit down with those leaders and discuss those thoughts, you know, and how we might uh, compromise and come to something that, that makes sense for the city as a whole. Thank you. Thank you. Let's have uh, the next speaker, please. Madeline? Is she the last speaker? One more. Greetings. Thank you so much for allowing me to have two minutes to talk to you today. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, map number 17, uh, which encompasses Tahoe Park and Oak Park. I've been on the Tahoe Park Neighborhood Association for probably about eight years, and I've lived in the neighborhood for about 11. So I just wanted to give a perspective, just a neighbor's perspective, about um, why that map makes sense to us for District 6. Um, it's definitely communities of interest. 
for Oak Park and Tahoe Park to be together. Um, I run in that neighborhood uh, all the time. I would say 53rd Street is a very strange place for it to be divided right now between District 6 and District 5. Um, the whole entire neighborhood, you know, is very similar. It's a working class neighborhood. Um, we really have common interests. It's you know, the Stockton Boulevard uh, corridor really makes sense to be under one council member and not split between a couple council members. Um, so I really ask you to just take a look um, when you're reviewing the maps and sort of take that as consideration. Thank you. If, if um, we have a debate in a few minutes, which I hope we do, about um, keeping only either map one or map 17, I presume your preference is to keep map 17. Yes, please. Do you have any comment at all about the, the small differences? What did we call the area, something island? Sutter's Landing. Sutter's Landing, um, about why one is included and not in, in the other. And do you have any, um, did you have any communication with anybody who put together map one? I did. Uh, I know Tom Runge, and actually we had talked before. Um, I happened to be out of state when the map was submitted. That's why my name was not on map number 17. But that's the one that I had selected personally. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. We have one, one more speaker, and then we'll get down to work with the committee. Nick. Come on down, right. as they say in the game show. I get a car. You get a car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, good evening, Mr. Chair, members of the committee. Uh, Nick Avdis on behalf of the Valley View Com uh, Acres Community Association. Just very briefly, as this committee moves on sort of the next stage of the selection process, just wanted to hope and request that Valley View Acres, our small little neighborhood of about 475 people, remains in District 1 and, th and that we are used as one of the qualitative criteria for getting to a, a final map recommendation. Thank you. Thank you for reminding us. Okay, members, uh, the hour is now 8.22 approximately. Um, let me just say that I do believe that getting down to five maps tonight is very important. Um, more important than which five maps they are, um, because I think that after tonight we have two meetings left. Uh, we do need to have the, um, we keep using the word tweaking, I'm not sure if that's the right word, but we do have to have the discussion about how we get to a more perfect map. I, I, I've heard the term miracle map, I don't think the miracle map exists, but there's a, um, a strong preference for map 35, and whether that turns out to be, whether we turn out to uh, recommend one map or three maps, um, I think um, for purposes of, of being able to complete our charge on time uh, without additional meetings, we need to attempt to get down to five maps tonight. I'm hoping that we can have a discussion now about map 17 and map one. Um, as the chair, I don't, I don't really see it as my prerogative to make motions, but I will tell you that I, that I see uh, keeping map 17 and eliminating one, even though it's in the green, as an acceptable compromise to me. Um, I'll make that motion. Go ahead. Second. Second. <laughs> <laughs> Member Porter. Um, I think Mr. Motman's beat me to the punch. Okay. So it's been moved and seconded to eliminate map one and to keep, well, obviously to keep, just to eliminate map one. Um, is there any discussion? 
Those in favor, please signify by saying aye. Aye. Those opposed? Map 1 has been eliminated. Uh, any abstentions? Map 1 is eliminated. So now we're down to 6. Mr. Chair. Yes. Um, based on the conversation that we've had previously tonight, um, I'd like to move that we eliminate map 14 from consideration. It appears that there are other maps that can address the concerns that have been articulated by different communities. Do we have a second? Second. It's been moved and seconded that we eliminate map 14. Those in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Those opposed, any abstentions? Map 14 has been eliminated. And so now, the maps that remain, if I've done this correctly, is 35, 24, 31, 17, and 30. Is that correct? Correct. That's five. Mr. Chair. What is the will of the member Hansen? Um, I, I know that we sort of tabled the discussion earlier on map 30. And I don't know that if this is the proper time to complete that. I guess I'll defer to your discretion. But I think that we've had a lot of discussion about it. I don't know that we've had a conclusive discussion, if, even if that's appropriate. But last week, half of the committee essentially wanted to eliminate that map. And I don't know that that has changed necessarily. So I would like to hear more from Member Camp about why we should keep that. And depending on what we hear, uh, I think it would be very appropriate, given the public's input and a lot of the things that we've heard tonight, to decide affirmatively to keep it instead of uh, – I, I think that the presumption is against keeping it, and I think we have to decide whether to keep it because um, there's a lot of uh, concern about it and there's a lot of conversation, and I think we need to, to, to feel that out and decide because for the public's sake, I think it would be healthy it would be very healthy and helpful to us as we figure out how to go forward. Be before we have that discussion, let me say that, um, again, we're, we're, we're at 825. My assumption is, and what I started to say be before you mic'd up thoughts on the committee, and, and what I was going to say was thoughts about how we proceed next week, keeping in mind um, Scott's staff report and the conversation that um, the Mr. Sh Member Shaw and Member Porter had earlier about how we would proceed. So I wanted to try to clarify for my own mind, for the public and for staff, how we would proceed. Um, Member Camp, um, are you willing I'm to engage? I'm very about waiting on next week or going tonight. I'm whatever the pleasure of the chair is. I, I'm not interested in getting ahead of anybody in line. I'm not interested in having a conversation that's not adequately noticed. Uh, I'm, I, I serve at the pleasure of the operate under whatever approach you think is most appropriate and our attorney but I'm, I'm, I have I can handle it either way you want to do it it doesn't matter to me thank you member Martin just a point of clarification would we be discussing map 30 or or the changes that mr. camp has made one and and second and the second a, a comment would be my preference to would be that we try and make some progress on the four that we seem to agree on, and then perhaps as time allows, come back to Mr. Camp's issues. Well, I, I guess I thought my thoughts were that um, at some point in time we're going to have to vote on whether Map 30 is in or out. Um, we have five maps, so my question for you as a committee 
is do we go forward with the five maps we have and have that discussion next week when we're more prepared to have it, if in fact we are more prepared to have it, or do we have a discussion about map 30 tonight, keeping in mind that we have not all seen, I assume you've not digested um, the um, proposed changes that Member Camp um, has made with the, with the map. And I'm also anticipating, or at least I hope to anticipate, that we will all come with proposed changes to the maps that are left, be it 30 and the other four, next week so that we can really leave here next week with either one, two, or three maps um, that we could recommend uh, move forward. I, I, don't, I don't have a preconceived number in my mind. It could be I, I don't have a preconceived number, but my bias is against submitting five maps. I'm, I'm wondering if we're really doing our job if we, if we punt. Punt's not the right word. Are we really doing our job if we don't make the hard decisions to get below five? I mean, sure, we could just say, okay, council, we've had enough of this. Here's five maps. Do what you want to do. I don't think that's what any, any one of us took the position to do. Um, so if we got down to three, I would feel a lot better about myself. Um, if we got down to one, I'd feel great about myself, but, um, or our, our committee, I shouldn't say myself. So the, the, the real question before you all to, right now, I think, is do we, do we wait until next week, come back with the five maps, maybe start first with the discussion about Map 30, give Bill an opportunity to put on this presentation, and that, and because to me, if map 30 is going to go down, we need to know that early on. And then we've got four maps to deal with, and we deal with the tweaking of those four maps to get them to where we all think we can have come to a consensus to make a recommendation. I also hope that we know that Member Maviglio will not be here next week. Uh, he will not be here until the last meeting. But I hope that we have um, the rest of the full uh, body here, uh, being 14 14 members? No, we'd only have 13 even if he's here, correct? My math wrong? We had we started with 15, we lost one, we're down to 14. So, if, yeah, if he's here next week, we're at 13 members strong. So that's 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 what I want for discussion, and I see Member Bowler's punched up. Uh, I was going to uh, recommend to my colleagues that we close off tonight <coughs> with the idea that we really have a top four, and we have one that's a question mark. And, we, and I was just about to say we start off next week with the one to see should we include that to be a top five. If not, then we have a top four, and then we move on from there. Uh, Mr. Member Porter. So um, this is my concern. And my concern, I think, is just a, a process and procedural issue with what we have here tonight. And you know, I, I recognize that Mr. Camp has an affinity for this particular map, whether it be in its current state or in its revised state. But when I look at the drills that we've gone through and what we've done in a consistent basis is we said, essentially, what's the will of the body in these maps, top five, bottom five, see how it skews out. And um, when we're looking at... You know, last week when we did this drill, we went piece by piece, chunk by chunk, getting up to where it's closer. And what we have tonight are four maps that were very clearly in the majority's top five, top four now. And then you have a map uh, that Member Camp is uh, interested in, and clearly others are. But we had six people who identified that that was in their t bottom five. 
And so the concern that I have is, are we doing ourselves a disservice by not continuing the dialogue tonight and just, just getting through this one particular map with Map 30, have the conversation about it, and then get to a point where we can then um, talk about the, the issues moving forward that we need to gel and bring together and really spend the rest of our time rather than debating whether a particular map is in or out, talking about what elements of the four maps that we have before us and all the maps that came before that may be important to include in the final maps that we present to the uh, council. So, so my recommendation is that we move forward, that we finish the discussion relative to map 30 and take a vote on it, whether it's in or out. And uh, now that's, is that in the form of a motion yet? Uh, um, I'm fine with I, I'd, like to, I'd like to hear some more discussion. Yeah, dialogue. Uh, if you're going to make that motion, sir, I'd like to hear some more. Member Bowler. Uh, the reason why I suggested that we not include it as the top five is because it's not there. We have a top four. But we have one, in all due respect to our colleagues, which I would do for anyone, we give them a chance to really talk about it. The other thing is, going away for a week, I think if you, if you think about what the chairman is asking us, which is, are we going to make one, two, or three recommendations, I think this should be using ice cream, mm -hmm. different flavors, and not all the same. And I think we need some time to look at all this to make sure that we're looking at different themes, because we're making recommendations to the council for them as an advisory to make the decision. So I would, I would like for us to take a little, I think we've made great progress tonight. And I think staying over late, we could always do it if, if the body says do it. But I think we're at the point now we could stop, do some more due diligence, and then come back fresh next week, starting off to whether or not we accept this at all. If not, we say no. We have a top four, and then we're clearly very close to two or three. So that's my thought. My just concern with that is um, MAP 30 is an outlier. When you look at the remaining ones that we have, that we have gone through the process to dialogue and ultimately vote yes or no on. And so MAP 30 is that outlier because it's not within that green strata. And basically we had a top four because MAPs 1 and 17 were very similar. And so that, that is my, um, I guess, only issue, is that if we have come to a point where, you know, we've been dialoguing about what particular elements are the maps as they've been presented, how are they beneficial, um, I, I think we should just conclude that dialogue. We've already determined that those top four have elements that we all agree represent the interests of the people that we've heard from and the issues that, that we are concerned with, but it doesn't seem that map 30 has that, just by looking at the numbers. And so I would just like to have that dialogue. Let, let me say this, and then I, I'm going to uh, call for, for a motion either way. Um, as Member Bowler said, I would extend the courtesy to any member up here, regardless of my agreement or disagreement with them about a map. I'll just go on record tonight. I like map 35, but it's not done. Okay? And if you look at this sheet, it's pretty clear. It's got 12 votes of support 
got the most. I like MAP 35, but MAP 35 needs some work. I would be willing to extend the courtesy to Member Camp to come in first on the agenda after the minutes and uh, staff's comments about what happened last week and so forth and so on to submit a tweaked MAP 30 and make a case for it and allow him five minutes, seven minutes, whatever, ten minutes, whatever the staff report we normally allow for that, and then take a vote up or down on that map. I also would hope then that the other four maps remaining, assuming map 30 doesn't make it, would then start to get our tweaks and we start to put full um, process that Scott has recommended tonight um, in play for next week and that we get out of here next week with something that we can, knowing that we do have one more meeting, uh, the entire meeting doesn't have to be, the entire last meeting doesn't have to be the staff report, but certainly a big chunk of the meeting on the 6th after our nation's holiday needs to be, um, here's what we're going to say to council to incorporate all the things, what the various community ventures have told us, what how this process has played out, staff's been taking very, very good notes some of that stuff will bubble to the to the top automatically. Other stuff, I would invite members to to comment to make sure that we, nothing's missed. So I'd like the collective brain power of all 14 of us on that last meeting. Um, and so with that, I'm going to I'm going to uh, quiet myself and ask for a motion regarding the two positions. Mr. Chair, I don't. I know you want a motion. Sorry to disobey. I'm not, I don't have a motion. <laughs> Um, I'm not even going to say I, I was very, <laughs> I, I was very passionate last week about this particular issue and the courtesy that we're showing to our fellow committee member. And I've thought about it a lot. And I take to heart what you said, that any other committee member and the public, if they came to us, would potentially have the same courtesy. However, I do know that I can count, and I think that there are plenty of people here that would, there's, there's probably eight votes here to get rid of this map. But knowing that, we don't have to do it tonight. I think that by giving room for the map, it doesn't mean that it's going to ultimately be chosen. But I do think that we have done something different than we told the public. I can get comfortable with it if we let the public know that if they come with recommendations to the maps that we've cut, that we will listen to them. If we're not going to do that for the maps that we've cut, because this one would have been cut, and I don't think there's any real debate about that, um, it would have been cut. But I think to be fair, and I want to be fair, I don't want to cut off um, a member of this committee or the public's opportunity to talk more about the merits, because I haven't yet heard a chance for uh, Member Camp to talk about the virtues of his changes. Let's get to the virtues, but let's also let the public know that that dispensation, that courtesy, would be shown um, if they came forward with some modifications. And I know that that's not our process, but we've changed our process as of last week, and I think it's only fair. And I'm willing to, to give it that next week and let it go and not force a vote. I don't think that's in the committee's interest, but I also think that we need to understand what we're doing. I'm going to cut off the debate right here, and I'm asking for a motion. I move that we eliminate from consideration map 30. 
Does it have a second? It fails for a second. Hang on, hang on one second. Hang on, Member Fry has a question. She wasn't clear on what was it. He said he moved to eliminate map 30, and I have, at this point in time have not gotten a second. Is there a second for Member Porter's motion? The motion fails for lack of a second. Is there another motion? Member Yes. Bowler. Actually, we don't need a motion. Okay. We have our five maps. We do not need a motion. Is there a motion to adjourn? <laughs> we are adjourned. <laughs>